If you're over 40 and looking to get back into fitness, stick around, we might have some answers for you. Hey guys, I'm Mike. And I'm Twain. We are going to be exploring fitness for older people, primarily focusing on the over 40s and their journey back to a healthier version of themselves. So before we get started, maybe Twain, you want to just give a bit of background about yourself? Hey, my name is Twain, and I am a fitness coach. I've been coaching for the past 11 years and counting. And I run a online fitness program, um, and I've been training my on and off for the past, uh, I don't know, was it five, six years already? So uh, this is kind of, <laughs> yeah, I can see, I can see that we do go way back, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I primarily coach people, I've been helping people get um, fitter, healthier, and my large focus is on sustainable health. Yeah, Mike? Yeah, I think it's also good to note is that your, your client base is wide ranging as well. It's gone from uh, coaching some, I think, world champions in some sports, all the way down to the the lady on the corner uh, uh, house that's just looking to lose some weight, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I used to coach a lot in powerlifting and competitive sports, but I've actually shifted in the past five years, uh, four to five years over into a really more general population and sustainable fitness. Because let's face it, a lot of athletic endeavors are actually not really healthy and not really about health. They're about function and fitness. Um, and this, those are probably topics we'll talk about in the future. Um, yeah. And, and so right now, where the big holdup is for a lot of people is just trying to get into shape, getting healthier, getting fitter, but taking advice from people that are probably worlds apart from where, where they want to be. And so that's kind of where I serve that, that, that line, you know, um, and help you make sense of everything. That's right. And uh, as Twain mentioned, is I'm one of those over 40 people that is hopefully making their journey back to a healthier version of myself. Um, I am one that used to be very heavily into competitive sports in my younger years. And uh, since then, I, I went on a little roundabout journey, added on a few kilos, padded myself very well. And uh, so came to the conclusion I needed to get some help. And that's where I approached Twain. And he's been assisting me in uh, ensuring that every step I take is a step forward rather than a step back. So I think one of the things that we always want to speak about here, and especially here in the first episode is, you know, everywhere we can get information on how to go and start exercise, right? But yeah. one thing that I find is, is very different, at least from my personal experience, is that it is slightly different starting or restarting when you're in your 40s compared to when we worked out in our 20s. Yeah, I think the, the key word here is restarting, right? Because um, especially when we are 20, we're invincible. You know, we are young guys and full of testosterone. And I think nothing can get us down. If you have an injury, if you have an ache, you have a pain, you just wrap it up, you just go again. Um, <laughs> but once you are, once you get older, and I I mean, for context, guys, uh, Mike might be, what, you, you're turning 40 this year, right? Uh, this year, I'm 41. Oh, this year you're 41, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm about 33 this year. And for me, like I can already feel some of those effects. I actually need to be smarter about my own training uh, nowadays than I, I could, you know. I, I did a lot of stupid shit last time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and it really is a big difference when you get older because recovery capabilities always drop down. And the restarting process 
uh, can be very challenging for a lot of us, especially if we are so uh, used to what we used to do last time. Right? That's right. That's right. I think one of the things is as well, it, it comes down to mindset. You know, one is, mm -hmm. is, is like, like there's a very, um, how should we say, there's a, a hesitancy in getting older nowadays. You know, everybody wants to delay the onset of, of aging, but there's, there's also one should appreciate that you're going into a next phase of your life. And in that mind is like, know that this is the area or, or the level that you're at. And when you start making these kind of plans around that kind of mindset, it's far easier to actually progress in those, those plans rather than still like I did for myself. Uh, oh, I'm going when I used to work out when I was 20, this is what I did. This is what I did. And I can tell you, I, I failed and just dropped out after two months at most each time. But now working yeah. with Twain, as I, I can see as like, you know, he's helping me to understand is like, right, at 40, you know, accept it and, and, and embrace it, but also have the plan that actually complements that stage of your life. And then by taking all of these different areas and aspects, it helps set you up on a path to success rather than just jumping in the pool and drowning again. It really is. It really is. And that's the main concept. I think the mindset aspect, like you mentioned, um, it's because a lot of people, when they are in their 20s, they do all this fitness stuff. They, they play sports. They're told what to do. And their body can still handle it. They can recover well. And they get a lot of success. And then suddenly, they just put that on pause, right? Because work comes in a way, corporate life comes in a way. And they put that on pause. And then when you finally, after you know, achieving some measure of success in your corporate life, and you, you actually have the time to dedicate to your body, to your health again, you just want to unpause from when you're 20 years old, forgetting that there's been at least a decade or maybe two decades for some people uh, in between those years. And in those uh, two decades or those decades uh, itself, there's been a lot of changes to your body's uh, capabilities. You know, the engine is a bit rusty. We have to uh, think about the, ma the maintenance aspect. We have to think about how we can tune it up and what the actual limitation of the current engine is. And this, I think, what um, was one of the biggest issues for you uh, previously you know trying to go into a gym and lifting the weights that you you thought you know that you that's thought right. should be like compared to that's right uh, what you used to do. going through the whole humility process and being brought down to the earth <laughs> just but it's difficult right it's really difficult to accept where you're at um yeah because it's it's very scary i that's think right. it can be very scary. That's right. So from your experience, like with training all different aspects across all different demographics and everything, um, what would you say is actually the first step that one should actually do when re-entering the, the arena of fitness after the age of 40? There are, I would say the considerations of limitations. And when I say limitations, it's about the two types of limitations that there are, the actual physical limitation, um, as well as a logistical limitation. So physically, what is your recovery ability like? What are you actually capable of doing? Like how fit are you in terms of movement um, or how out of touch, you know, because a lot of us, we sit all day, you know, our postures are probably not bad the best. We always feel very tight. We have chronic aches and pains. Yeah. And these are things that we need to probably address. Like I said, we tune out the engine first before we can even go into uh, higher intensity training. 
And then the other part is the logistical uh, component, because even though you might have more time to focus on your fitness or your health, uh, the truth is you still have so many other obligations compared to when you were 20. So now you have your kids, right? Like Mike, you have kids, um, you know, you have your wife, you have your whole family to take care of. You have to ensure your job is still uh, going on, moving along well. Um, and yeah, and, and that means that you don't have the same, oh, I can just go and train, I can eat, sleep, study that you, you had, you know, when you were 20. <laughs> so these are the two really big components. Yeah. You mentioned there that uh, you first have to start off slow and not go straight into the high intensity. So for somebody yeah. who's, who's just starting out, what would you actually recommend them to be looking at when you're looking at exercise selection or when you're looking at uh, just purely movements you know what would be the first way to go the first like technically from that perspective it's all about um, whether or not you do have function in those basic human movements so human movements um, are kind of categorized down into just a few basic movements which is anything to do with lower body it's kind of like can you squat all the way down uh, are you able to use your hips, what we call hip hinge motion? Um, and then for the upper body, whether you can pull things towards you uh, horizontally or vertically, and whether you, whether you can push things above you horizontally or vertically as well. And uh, yeah, and, and I think any workout that you want to start off has to, first of all, have an assessment component as well as exercises that do have some sort of progression or regression component because... For example, um, some people that I've seen, they might start off with really mobile lower bodies. And, and usually that happens with a lot of females. They're able to squat all the way down just because they're flexible. But upper body-wise, they're very, very stiff because they have absolutely no strength. So understanding these are the limitations, okay, will help um, with the exercise selection itself. What sort of program should you have? You should have one that I would say addresses the full body, that is somewhat frequent throughout the week because at the start, what you need is a lot of practice. You need to get reacquainted with your body. Um, and, and yeah, I think any program that generally starts from that point will fall within uh, these particular specifics. It usually will be about three times a week. It usually will be a full body session each session. And there will usually be one movement to cover your lower body, your upper body, uh, and your core. A minimum of one movement to cover each of these things. So that's probably what you want to look out for uh, very specifically. And also, <laughs> um, I actually do run a free Facebook group. So uh, I do have a free home workout program that, has, that requires no equipment. Um, I actually put Mike on it yesterday. So he started yesterday. So what's your experience, Mike? That's right. That's right. Because uh, I've been out of the gym now for probably on uh, going on a year and a half close to two years because of all the lockdowns that we've been going through and all these kind of things. So yeah, for, uh, this is during the, whoever's listening to this for context, this is during the COVID pandemic. This is like our going to the second year of this whole COVID thing. Yeah. So, uh, so as I, I needed to do something and so, yeah, so I spoke to Twain again and, and he, he happily sent me on my way to, to try out this program. And uh, I have to be honest, when I looked at the exercise selection, I thought, <laughs> really, is this it? I, I, I'll finish this in 10 minutes, no problem. And uh, so I actually took it. Uh, I woke up early in the morning and my wife actually joined me for the workout. 
And uh, 40 minutes later, yeah, we almost died. Uh, <laughs> our, our legs were so wobbly. We were struggling to, to walk from one section to the other. Um, and the worst part of it all is that we thought we would be conservative and we went for the beginner option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the cool thing. When I was um, creating the program, uh, I created three levels to it so that you could start off at whichever level you felt was um, most suitable. And there's a kind of a little assess, a little gauge, right? Like I, I think I put there uh, for how many push-ups you could do, how many sit-ups you could do. That's right. So the beginner option, especially if you are somebody that has not you know, started or haven't been active for a while, it's actually much more difficult, as Mike has mentioned, it's much more difficult than it looks. Uh, and even as I was writing it, I also felt, hmm, could this be too easy? But then I figured, nah, <laughs> you know. And, and the cool part also is that every every um, exercise in there has a regression or progression that you could use. So if it's really too easy, you could always choose the next uh, progression up. Yeah. And I think it's, 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 it's a good thing to actually go and take a look. So I don't know, uh, Twain, if you want to share where the group can be found. Uh, it's on my, it's on Facebook. Um, if you type, if you go to Facebook groups, the extension is Type A Fitness. Type A Fitness. Just yeah. search, search for the group Type A Fitness. Oh no, no, sorry. This search for the group. Uh, get fit for life. Like that's the name of the group, but then the the actual URL extension is Type A Fitness. Okay, so search for the group uh, Get Fit for Life, and just uh, you have to apply for the group, right? Because it's a private group, but hundred yeah. percent free. So you apply for the group, Twain will let you in, and then you can have a go at this uh, this particular program. I can recommend it. Um, I'm still feeling the effects of it today. Um, but I don't think the, the effects that I'm feeling today is really restricted to, to people over 40, right? I think this is for anybody who has not exercised for a little while. We'll be yeah, feeling definitely. how we feel today. So we'll be picking it up again tomorrow because uh, we, we took on the, the three-day workout a week. And uh, so we're looking forward to, to doing our next one tomorrow. And uh, hopefully when you hear us from the next podcast, we'll still be alive. <laughs> You'll definitely be alive. It won't kill you. It'll only make you stronger for sure. I think we can put the, the links in the captions to this um, podcast as well, right? All right. We'll definitely give it a go. Uh, as you, people can probably tell us, we're quite new to this. Um, so we'll put it in and we'll put it in the description as well. So if you want to... To go and access the, the group from there will make it simple for you. Highly recommended. What about, uh, so we have the exercise program that people can follow. We recommend the one to come here for the Facebook group. What about nutrition? How does nutrition play a part here? Oh, well. I mean, the in the getting it, started. Yeah, the large part of nutrition getting started is honestly just doing an audit of what your actual eating habits are because there are so many tactical, easy diets you could follow that will get you results um, at the start. You know, they will get you results at the start. But chances are, most people have already tried. Like if you're listening to this, probably you have already tried multiple different sorts of diets. Uh, and the only best diet is the one that you can actually do. So I think when you're starting off with nutrition, the first thing to ask is how regular are you with your intake? Are you eating three square meals a day? Um, do you have any sort of structure to your day? So if you don't have that, that is the first place you want to look. You want to bring structure to your nutrition. You want to bring structure to um, your the way you eat. And then from there, once you actually have that structure, it's much easier to calculate 
out and make adjustments uh, to what you're having from there, you know? Right. So it's not a case of, you know, like uh, when we follow a lot of the other diets, it's telling you like, this is what you can eat. That's what you can eat. This is what you have to take out. You have to. Yep. But this one is rather taking on like, like from my experience with working with Twain so far is it's taking on um, the kind of lifestyle that you actually currently living and then seeing how you can uh, alter that particular lifestyle with minimal changes into a healthier version. Yep. The, the idea is not to follow a diet, but to have a methodology to the way you do your nutrition such that you can continue to do that uh, consistently. Because dieting and the, the whole idea of uh, losing fat or even gaining muscle, it's all to do with the quantities. How much food are you actually taking in? And as you get older, uh, we, the quality of the food that you take in starts to matter a lot more as well because we're talking about this from a long-term health perspective. So... Again, going back to, to that, there's no food that's really off limits. It's really all about balance, right? Because <laughs> you're not just looking to lean down just for a competition or, or, of sorts, right? It's not for a one-time thing. You want to actually lean down sustainably and then keep those results. And if you were to diet, the problem with diets is that there is no after-diet plan. Most of the times when the diets end, they end. And then you most people have no idea what to do uh, because most of the, the diet rules tend to be very fairly uh, arbitrary for example like don't eat carbs at all it doesn't make sense like if you want to have a birthday uh, uh uh you know dinner with your family and you're going to have cake like your kids are going to have cake <laughs> like you want to have a slice of cake right You'll but the thing the, is the one sitting in the corner yeah. crying <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that 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 person i mean you yeah. you want to be able to enjoy life yeah. and that's a fair point because food has that cultural bonding element to it it has to nourish your soul in that way. But if you always need to use food to nourish your soul all the time, then I would say there's other parts of your life that are severely lacking. So this is where structure comes in. This is where structure comes in to anchor you and help you uh, achieve some sort of freedom, some true measure of freedom, because with the structure, you know what you can do and what you can't do, and then you're free to make that choice. So it really comes down to that mindset, like you were mentioning. But finding the kind of eating style that works with your current schedule and then balancing both together. Now, after that, you can do the calculations. It's really easy after that. So this is a tough part. So I think the, the calculations we'll keep for the, probably for the next episode or the episode thereafter. Yeah. But many, if we have to look at to, yeah, yeah, if we have to look to, to, to wrap up this episode, what is the, um, the top three uh, words of advice that you would give to anybody just starting out now? Just starting out now, um, if, you are, if you are overweight or if you have a lot of excess fat, um, my suggestion is change the quality of your food. Just focus on that first. You know, try to eat less processed foods. Okay? Try to eat less takeouts. Um, start, start eating more uh, whole quality foods, some whole non-processed foods. And then after that, do something for exercise, do something for activity. My recommendation is do some sort of resistance training. And a lot of times when people think of resistance training, uh, they think of just weights. But the truth is, if you have not been active, you can do a lot of body weight stuff. Something as simple as doing 10 squats, 10 uh, push-ups, 10 sit-ups is a great start. You know, And just do it consistently because at the end of the day, it is the consistency that will get you the results. It's not the 
program in and of itself. It's how often and how consistently you do. Um, so that's probably the two most important pieces of advice you can give. The third one uh, would then be to, to think of it as a long-term process because you cannot rush and undo like 20 years or two decades worth of not being active, not being mindful of your nutrition. Um, and you know, you, you've probably gone through different diets and different excessive training programs that has not been sustainable for you. So you already probably have some experience with that. And you know that if you were to try that again, what's going to be different, right? If you don't change the mindset. So look at it as a long-term uh, thing you're going to commit yourself to. You are going to get out of where you are right now. Okay, because all these other bad habits that you might be having right now, you're going to change them. You're going to move forward. You're going to uh, do this for the rest of your life. Yeah, so that's the three pieces of advice I can think of. Awesome. So I think, am I correct in, in saying is, is, is basically start slow, start uh, slow. be consistent, and consistent. keep your eye on the, the long-term goal? Yes, keep your eye on the long-term goal. Okay. So I think those are three very good uh, values that we can really focus on as we go on uh, on this journey um, because like I, I know usually what we want to do is we usually want to be quick out of the gate we want to see results super fast yeah and uh, then it's not sustainable as you've been mentioning the whole time it's not sustainable for the long term and therefore usually about two three months later we we usually fall off the wagon yeah. um, but if you go like what you're suggesting is just start slow be consistent and keep your eye on the bigger goal that way is it you progress into the lifestyle rather than jumping into the lifestyle and thereby yep. not being able to sustain it and fall out. So I think that's great. I think that's, that's definitely good advice that a person just starting out can, can really take away from this. And uh, I believe that in the next few episodes, we'll be continually expanding upon this. We'll be talking, as you said earlier, we'll be delving into the numbers. The numbers is usually talking about your calories, talking about your your macros and all these kinds of things. Um, and then we'll also expand a bit more on um, exercise selection. We'll expand a bit more on recovery as well yeah. as we'll also delve a little bit more into the nutrition. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about showing you Mike's journey <laughs> and also uh, the lessons we learn along the way. Yeah. So it's giving you the practical aspect, but also giving you the theory behind it as we go along. Yep. So hopefully that's, that's uh, been useful. And Twain, um, thanks so much for, for sharing the advice. Hey, no worries, and, man. and then we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take All care. All right. See you guys.